0: In June 1940, Henry Stimson, who had been Secretary of War under Taft and Secretary of State under Hoover, became Secretary of War again, and no friend of the Japanese. In support of the so-called open-door policy for China, Stimson favored the use of economic sanctions to obstruct Japan's advance in Asia. Treasury Secretary Henry Morgenthau and Interior Secretary Harold Ickes vigorously endorsed this policy. Roosevelt hoped that such sanctions would goad the Japanese into making a rash mistake by launching war against the United States, which would bring in Germany because Japan and Germany were allied. The Roosevelt administration, while curtly dismissing Japanese diplomatic overtures to harmonize relations, accordingly imposed a series of increasingly stringent economic sanctions on Japan. In 1939, the United States unilaterally terminated the 1911 commercial treaty with Japan. On July 2nd, 1940, Roosevelt signed the Export Control Act, authorizing the president to license or prohibit the export of essential defense materials. Under this authority, on July 31st, exports of aviation motor fuels and lubricants and number one heavy melting iron and steel scrap were restricted. Next, in a move aimed at Japan, Roosevelt slapped an embargo Uh, effective October 16, on all exports of scrap iron and steel to destinations other than Britain and the nations of the Western Hemisphere. Finally, on July 26, 1941, Roosevelt froze Japanese assets in the United States, thus bringing commercial relations between the nations to an effective end. One week later, Roosevelt embargoed the export of such grades of oil as were still in commercial flow to Japan. The British and the Dutch followed suit, embargoing exports to Japan from their colonies in Southeast Asia. Roosevelt and his subordinates knew they were putting Japan in an untenable position and that the Japanese government might well try to escape the stranglehold by going to war. Having broken the Japanese diplomatic code, the American leaders knew, among many other things, what Foreign Minister Toyota had communicated to Ambassador Nomura in July 31st. I read from that message, Commercial and economic relations between Japan and third countries, led by England and the United States, are gradually becoming so horribly strained that we cannot endure it much longer. Consequently, our empire, to save its very life, must take measures to secure the raw materials of the South Seas. Close quote. Because American cryptographers had also broken the Japanese naval code, the leaders in Washington also knew that Japan's measures would include an attack on Pearl Harbor. Yet they withheld this critical information from the commanders in Hawaii, who might have headed off the attack or prepared themselves better to defend against it. That Roosevelt and his chieftains did not ring the toxin makes perfect sense. After all, the impending attack constituted precisely what they had been seeking for a long time. As Stimson confided to his diary after a meeting of the War Cabinet on November 25, 1941, quote, the question was how we should maneuver them into firing the first shot without allowing too much danger to ourselves," Close quote. After the attack occurred, Stimson confessed that, quote, my first feeling was of relief, that a crisis had come in a way which would unite all our people. Thank you very much.